I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What's going on, travelers? Thank you for tuning in to the 11th episode of The Resonance, a weekly Genshin Impact podcast. I am your host, Dalton, and with me today is Pharaoh once again. How you doing, Pharaoh? Doing pretty good about yourself. I'm good. I had a long week off of work. I did mm-hmm. not work a single day this week. Nice, nice, And nice. I did nothing. That is the... Well, you genshin it up. Right? I did. I, I did play... Uh, I got caught up on a bunch of stuff in Genshin, like little stuff mm-hmm. that would probably distract me from like the main story or main Archon quest with the next update or, or you know, what have you. So are you 2. one of those 8. people that likes to have like a clear quests list whenever new stuff rolls out? I do, but okay. a lot of the, and I know we mentioned that the hangouts were like a slog in the last episode, but yeah. Those kind of sat on my like quest list for a while because I was just like, I do not want to do these. And then I ended up doing them. So, but yes, I, I do like a very nice clean slate with every update. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Same way. Well, for me, oh, I was just going to mention before I forget, I wanted to tell you, I did watch Stranger Things also. Oh, I have to like it. Well, well, okay. Let me. I haven't got into season four yet, but I just finished up season three. So was it now, as bad as you remembered it? It was no. It was actually. I think it was a bit better than I remembered it because I remember it being pretty bad. And mm-hmm. then whenever it was done this time, I was like, okay, not not as bad as I remember. So at least better going into it. Did you not like the third? I I can I can't really remember. Everything that happened, I remember uh, Samwise Gamgee. He, oh man, this is spoiler us. Uh, <laughs> oh. Spoilers for Stranger Things, but doesn't uh, Samwise Gamgee die in season three? Yeah, is that that season. Okay, that's what I thought. So I thought that season was okay, mm-hmm. but but from what I remembered about that season, I thought season four was even better. Right. So that's so. what I've, I've been hearing. So I am a like about to go into Stranger Things season four. So next week I will be able to tell you exactly what my thoughts on season four will be. Nice. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Sweet deal. We got some news. Most of it is literally just going to be a kooky info dump. (laughs) And yeah. Uh, And then we got an update to the Teva interactive map, which uh, with, with, oh man. Uh, (laughs) Happens to the best of us. <laughs> it does. Uh, which is a pretty neat update as long as it's done well. So we'll talk mm-hmm. about that. And then we'll jump into the uh, events for Phase 2 of 2.7. Nice. So starting off uh, with the Tavat Interactive Map Tool update, uh, we got a new timer setting for materials. Uh, so travelers who want to set a timer countdown for a material need to first mark any pin for that material type. So you can mark that pin like you normally would for anything else. And then once your marker is selected, you can click on the icon to access the settings interface where you can spe- uh, specify a timer refresh period from 0 to 72 hours and then check the remaining time on the interface to see, I guess, when uh, that certain material will refresh in your world and they can just hop in instead of logging in and, you know, running around and trying to see, oh, okay, these uh, uh, Sakura blooms, they haven't refreshed yet, and then, like, go and log out. Like, I guess if you're logging in to play for the day, but I know some mm. people, especially people like myself, I, especially when I was building a character, 
I would log in, see if there was like a refresh of the materials that I needed for like a character's ascension, and then just and if I, if there wasn't, I would just get off. So at least now, like you don't have to worry about like going in, logging in, actually walking around the world. You can just check the map tool. Mm-hmm. So I think that is a really good, a really good way to do this. But I feel like it could be better, and I'll and I'll give my thoughts on that right now. I don't like that you can just set the timer refresh, mm-hmm. like time. I wish they just built it into the material. You know what I mean? Like a toggle. Yeah. Like, do you want the timer on here? Yes or no? Because the refresh is the same for like the material each time. It's not going to refresh like, oh, you picked up all your Sakura, Sakura blooms. It's going to refresh in 24 hours today. And then maybe next week it's going to be 48. Like it doesn't do that. It's the same right. every time so why would you want to set a refresh timer for 72 hours like yeah yeah i, I agree so i mean it it's cool but you still have to do the legwork to figure out how long it actually takes one certain material to refresh exactly and that's it's well i was going to mention one one thing real quick about it so like I, I obviously I've used the interactive map before, but my biggest question on this thing is why is this not native in the game? I don't know. I mean, the, there's there's I'll, literally not an excuse for it because you know it's their interactive map. You can go on their website and pull it up, so they don't have a problem with you having like this kind of access, right? Mm-hmm. Before they had this, like it was all like you know other people you know made interactive like community based interactive maps which felt like, okay, that was kind of just like us beating the system. But obviously here, they just don't care. Why is this not built into the game at this point? I mean, I I agree. I feel like it should be. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm assuming the only thing that I can think of really is that they just want more traffic in Hoyo Lab app. Probably. I mean, that's the best thing that I can come with too. But it's it's a shitty excuse. But Mm -hmm. yeah, that's the only thing that kind of makes sense. I agree. Um, but here's the thing, good thing right here. They added a link to a feedback channel. So now ah. you have a nice, easy link and you can get feedback on this. There we go. <laughs> so there you go. Um, I think, like I said, I think it's cool. They don't say whether or not it's going to give you notifications, which was another thing that I would like to see that it refreshed and it gave me a notification. And then I could go in and get after the notification and then go back and set another refresh timer after I gathered everything. Yeah. So I I do plan on putting that in my feedback, but it's there if you guys uh, want to do that and submit your feedback on how you think this new feature is. And make sure that if you're listening, make sure that you uh, tell them just to put it inside the game itself. So. Yeah, that would be that would be uh, pretty nice. I if I'm if I'm using the it, the other thing is is if I'm using this feature, I'm not going in to use this feature and then scrolling through. Whole anything Lab. else? Yeah, you're not doing anything else there. It's just for the map. So. On to Kuki, we got a bunch of new stuff. First off, I'm going to start with her voice artist announcement. So we have her English voice actor and the JP voice actor. So Kira Buckland is going to be her English voice actor, or is her English voice actor, I should say. I'm saying it like Kuki's not hasn't been in the game already. Uh, but if you don't know who Kira is, uh, she has an extensive line of work in voice acting. Um, I think some of her most notable, or at least her biggest one in anime is, uh, Demon Slayer. Do you watch anime at all? Do I watch anime? I love anime. Yeah. Okay. Demon so, Slayer is you, one of my favorites. So who does she play in Demon Slayer? She plays, uh, off the top of my head. I don't remember. She's got pink hair and oh. she's one of the, oh, she plays one of the, uh, the Hashira. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. All right. So she is in that. And then as far, and then she's in A Whisker Away and JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, but I don't watch JoJo, so. But she is in those shows. Yeah, solid Uh, voice actors. Yeah. As far as video games, though, she is in Pokemon Masters. Hey, there we go. If we want to stay on topic. She uh, does The Beauty, Chantal, Liza, and I think she does some other ones as well. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and now she does Kuki. And then we also have uh, the JP voice actor, uh, Mizuhashi. And I actually don't know 
uh, what she does. Oh, it looks like she has a laundry list of characters. Nothing that I can see right off the top that I know, at least. She also does JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, obviously, in the JP voice acting. Mm-hmm. Uh, she did Fire Emblem Heroes, which, is that a gotcha game for Fire Emblem? Uh, yeah, it is. I, I don't play it, but yeah, it is. Did you play it at all or no? No, never touched it. Did you play it? <laughs> like I did. There was there was judgment in in that one. <laughs> there was judgment, and then it sounded like I was I was curious on your thoughts because I played it, but no, I I haven't played a single Fire Emblem game. Okay, well, same thing for me. I've never touched Fire Emblem. As far as like huge AAA anime, I don't think she's a part of much. At least yeah. from what I'm seeing. Yeah, I think that's about it. Oh, she's in Arknights, too. She's a voice actress for Arknights. Lava. Oh, nice. Okay, there you nice go. Her. Okay, yeah. That's about but it. Anyway, though. very cool. Check those voice actors out if you like, but I'm a big fan of Kira Buckland, so. Definitely. And then we also got uh, her Kuki Shinobu's character demo, the Jack of All Trades. I liked it. I thought the music was cool. I mm-hmm. honestly liked it a lot better than Yolance. I, I would agree with that. Um, but I also think that's probably because I'm biased just because I like the Aritaki game. Or uh, yeah. game so much, so it's probably yeah. yeah, I think these are really cool, and I know we talked a little bit about how before when they announced new characters, they did like a whole info dump, and mm-hmm. um, and so I like this portion because they didn't do this before; they just showed us whatever they showed us in the live stream. Yeah, but I do like these new character demos, and it it adds a little bit of personality to them and and stuff like that. So yeah, I'd agree. It, I I just think. It's a little. This came out a little late, if I'm being honest. I feel like, and I I hate to like make this a super negative show, <laughs> but um, I I feel like they should have just put this out there before, like the new Archon Quest, because I kind of like already knew this stuff. Yeah, and one of my things with the character demo is, um, you know, we briefly talked about this before, but like. I would like to know their numbers, like their specific numbers and stuff like that in their mm-hmm. kit whenever they release. Instead, they gave me a very like, you know, base form of what's going to be happening with, with each ability. Mm-hmm. But I would really like to have those numbers because that's going to tell me if I actually think this character is going to be good or not. You know, because if, if her percentage health uh, heal is very small, then it's not going to be worth it per tick. But if it's, you know, decent or even good, then she's going to be a game-changing character, potentially. So, um, yeah, I wish I could have that to plan ahead. But I definitely think I think that they gate that information to make sure that Reddit doesn't run the numbers on her and everyone knows whether you should get her or not ahead of time. Yeah, and it's and, and you met you did mention that before. And that's it's totally uh, like a viable reason. Right. I. I also agree that maybe, you know, they hold back on some stuff just so, you know, people just, it's like they want to pull on the character Mm -hmm. for really just like the role that they are assuming they're playing and just how they look, which I do like, but I know a lot of people or players, they don't want to just pull on a character just because it looks cool because at the end of the day, if they're just going to be sitting on the bench, then what's the point? Exactly. Yeah, the characters, like, cost enough to make you want to make sure that you're investing in the right thing. You can't just go willy-nilly with any character, right? Mm-hmm. So And and it's it's funny because, in, in all reality, you could make any team, not any team, work. And when I say that, I'm specifically talking about the Abyss, and I know we talked about this before, but... Right. I mean, in the Abyss, if, if you really wanted to use Kuki in the Abyss, you could probably clear and get all 36 stars if you build her right, as long as your other three characters are built correctly as well. So I don't know yeah. why they... I, I get that the, they want to gate the info, if, if that's truly what their motive is for this, but I get that. But at the same time, it's almost like it doesn't matter because every character is pretty much viable for the Abyss. I I hate even saying endgame content because I feel like it's... It's not, not endgame content. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> it's not worthy of the title of endgame content. But yeah. yeah, I mean, it's 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 the hardest content that we have, though. And it definitely, like, I, I wouldn't, I mean, I would say there's a huge caveat attached to if you can make anyone work. Like, it definitely has to be, like, you have to have a good comp around that team 
And if you have, like, it's kind of proportional. If this character is particularly crappy that you're bringing in, then you better have a really heavy DPS to make sure that you cover um, that character, basically, whenever you're going up into uh, the 12th floor or something like that, you know? Right. Because over there, it's it's really difficult, and I, I don't think you could just bring in anyone. But you can certainly, for overworld content, like, uh, you definitely don't need anything specific you can literally walk around with a team of you know totally non-synergetic characters and beat the entire campaign you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so i mean i guess it would be curious to see the information on um like what people actually pull for like because it could be like the vast majority of the population does not give a crap about strategy at all like, mm-hmm. despite what we, we might think about Reddit, Reddit's probably just a very small portion of the population. So, you know, I'm curious to see if, like, people really do just mostly pull because they think this character looks cool, or if they actually pull on strategy. It'd be interesting to see those statistics. I don't know how we get them, but it'd be cool to know. So, what you're... What you want to see is how how much, like, a certain banner was pulled on? No, 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 I want to see, like, basically, are people pulling on banners? Like, what are the portion, proportions of people pulling on banners? Is it a percentage um, of people who are, like, pulling for strategy reasons? Like, this character is mm-hmm. going to be really good for meta team comps. Or are they pulling because it's a waifu? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm curious, because I think people pull more strategically. But I could be wrong, and people I don't. <laughs> <laughs> see. That's the thing. Like you think it's it's just like this character looks cool. Let me pull on it. Is that um, what you think? I mean, that's why I pulled on your land. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, so I, maybe I, that's it. Like I, I'm, I'm, I really do wonder what is the breakdown of the population that that pulls. You know, I mean, at least with me, it, it's more like, oh, man, I get hooked, right? It's the look of the character that, that makes mm-hmm. me want to pull, and, and it kind of deters it where if the character isn't that well off in the meta or mm-hmm. isn't or people think the character is not going to be that well off in the meta, then it's almost like that, that initial hook mm-hmm. still saves that character for me where I'm not just like, oh, yeah, I don't want that character because at least so far there hasn't been a character... I mm-hmm. think other than Kokomi, and because I think Kokomi got kind of a bad rap when yeah. they announced like her negative hundred percent crit rate or whatever it was or crit damage. Yeah, and and, uh, and I think that was really the only one. But still, I I pulled on her because I wanted Kokomi. So I I don't know. I, I think it can go either way. It sounds mm-hmm. like a good thing for a Twitter poll. It does sound like a good thing for a Twitter poll, and a and a. Uh an anchor or you can do one for what is it uh spotify 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 poll yeah definitely um but yeah i i really do because it sounds like i'm the inverse of you actually because i'm like i'm mostly gauging what i do based on meta comps and strategy but if the character just looks particularly amazing that might save it and i might pull just because of that even if it's a non-meta character gotcha so yeah that's it that's interesting that we have both sides of the coin here (laughs) Uh, the other thing that I wanted to mention is, you know, and I, I went to mention this before, but I, kn- I know you wanted to save the the whole talking about the lack of kit details for Kuki, mm-hmm. is that I wonder how much we actually already know, even with just, like, the leaks. Like, we already have Haiju gameplay that I see that is leaked, and mm-hmm. you you already can see his skills and his burst. So officially, we we basically know nothing, but unofficially we do. So if I'm I'm curious to know, okay, if we already see like Haiju gameplay, then how do we not know Kuki's numbers already? Well, that's how the thing. I I looked last night to try to see if Kuki's numbers were out yet because I, I I've been checking every you know three four days or so. And as of last night, they were I could not find that information anywhere on YouTube or or the internet or Reddit. So mm-hmm. the hard numbers we don't have. You know this this part of the information kit has been out for at least two weeks, I think. So uh, on leaks unofficially, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, as far as the hard numbers, they've kept those wrapped up pretty tight. Yep. 
Interesting. Yeah, that's that's the only other thing that I was wondering. Like, well, how how tight-lipped is that info? Because it doesn't really seem like everything else is tight-lipped, so I could imagine that those numbers would be out there somewhere. But if you did the research and you couldn't find it, then... Dang. Yeah. Yeah. They might also mess with it literally until, like, the, the next... Or, like, you know, the day before. The, the hard numbers, because that changes a good bit in beta all the time. So true. that might be why. Yeah. Very true. All right, and... More kooky info, we have some really just, like, character details, I guess you could say. Um, the page is off of Hoyo Lab. It's titled Just... It's literally a quote by her. She says, just let me know if you ever find yourself in a pinch. I can help you out. You guys can search that or just click on Genshin Impact Official's uh, Hoyo Lab page. But it does have some good info on here. Um, just really mainly her ascension and talent level up materials. Mm -hmm. So we are going to, uh, you are going to need, so if you do plan on pulling for Kuki, you want to make sure that you have all of her materials. You're going to want to make sure that you have, um, the Verodata amethyst slivers or the electro, uh, amethyst slivers, um, and those gemstones. Mm -hmm. You're going to need Naku Weed, which you can uh, find in Inazuma. You're going to need Spectral Husks uh, for, and obviously um, this is also including the higher tier of that uh, same material. And then you're going to need the Runic Fang, which you can get from the Ruined Serpent in the Chasm. So those are the four materials you're going to need for Kuki to ascend her. Uh, and obviously, like I said, you're going to need a couple of the uh, higher tier materials to get her to 90 yeah. As far as her talent level up materials, she's going to be taking the teachings of elegance or all the way up to the philosophies of elegance, which I people have to be starving for this because Ayaka and Ayato both took the elegance. Yeah. So it's if I have to run that domain one more time, I swear, like it's I kind know of what bad. you mean. Yeah. Um for her talent, she's also going to use Spectral Husk here, so you're going to have to farm even more Spectral Husks. And then the weekly boss material is going to be the Tears of the Cala Cal Calamitous God, and that you can get from that Raiden Shogun weekly boss. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, obviously you're going to need a Crown of Insight if you're going to want to max out one of those talents. So Let me uh, ask you guys real quick. Um, sorry, are you done with that part? Because I was going to ask oh, you something yeah, yeah. about pulling. You're uh, with Ito, like obviously you're going to be pulling on Ito, and you're going to be getting Kuki too. If are you going to be trying to get Kuki to C six? Yeah. So it was. I knew I wanted to get Kuki to C six. Hmm. Mm, but I'm wondering if I'm if I'm really going to get her to C six because right now, like, I kind of want to use her on my Ito team. Mm -hmm. For obvious reasons. Right. But I'm pretty sure, like, Bennett right now is the best one to have in that team. So now they both heal, but I don't yeah. think she gives a really good buff like Bennett does. So That's the thing is, yeah, Bennett, Bennett will always be the best of the best. But, yeah, it really depends on how well she heals. So hopefully we find that out. But, you know, who knows what's going to happen, though, with the with the constellations. I don't think we have the constellation info. Uh, no, we do not. So she might, you know, there could be a buff applied with a constellation, um, at a certain point. So we'll, we'll have to see, but, um, I did hear in a, in someone who is in beta and tweets a lot, um, that she is a very good character, potentially game changing is what they said. Hmm, so, interesting. So I am curious to see what ends up all happening there. But hopefully I would like to see another healer slash buffer like Bennett. And she would be a really cool character to to do it on. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we'll have to see what happens. But I really don't want to have to pull on Ito to get her because Ito's past C2, Ito's uh, constellations are not worth it um, in regards to like I would be much better to pull on other five stars. 
So, I'm, so yeah. do you think you're gonna wait and just pull on Kuki during and, like another banner? Yeah, unless Kuki's God mode. If Kuki is like really good, like a second Bennett, then I will pull anyways, and I'll just hate myself the entire time. <laughs> but yeah, um, but if she's not and she's just you know like an average healer, uh, then I I won't pull on her, and I'll just try to get her on the next one. I wasn't necessarily planning on C6ing Kuki. It was a thought that I had, and I did think that I was going to, but I'm not pulling on Ito's banner to answer your question. I'm not pulling Mm -hmm. on his banner to C6 Kuki. I am now pulling on his banner to C6 Goro. Oh, C6 Goro, yeah. I mean, like, if you're running an Ito comp, you need a C6. You don't need it. Correct. It's amazing to have a C6 Goro, for sure. Right, so, and that's once I had... I have a coworker who knows that I love, like, I need Goro because I only ha- I have him at C0. Mm-hmm. And my Edo team is kind of, like, lackluster because I don't have those Goro constellations. Mm-hmm. But um, he sent it to me. He was like, it's now or never. And I told him, I was like, I'm dropping real, 150 dude. bucks on, on Edo if I need to. So, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. Get, get him up to C2 if you can. That would be amazing. And then, yeah, hopefully through that process you will get a C6 goro because yeah. the combination is madness my friend yes other than that the character preview page kind of just gives you some basic information on like her skill uh a little bit of information on her talents not like a whole lot of info on exactly what her kit is like as we mentioned and then it gives you some story if you guys want to check that out you can but as far as like relevant information to how she does in in the actual game uh there's not really anything yeah. All right. So I think we can take a quick break. And then when we come back, we got two things to go over, really. Phase two events portion of version 2.7. And then we're going to do our new segment on the podcast that we have never done before. So that'll be fun to do. Hell yeah. All right. So enjoy the music and then we will be right back. And we are back from our break, and we got some new news on the version 2.7 events for Phase 2, and the first one that we're going to cover is going to be the Oni's Royale Event Wish with Arataki Ito, and this wish duration will be from June 21st at about 6 o'clock p.m., mm-hmm. and that'll run all the way until July 12th. At, what is that? Let's see, 3, 4, almost 4 p.m., right? 4, 5, nope, 3 p.m. 3 p.m. on July 12th, which would be the day before the update, right? Or, Mm -hmm. oh, I guess it would update that time and then, yeah. Yeah. So, alongside Arataki Ito will be Goro. Thank goodness. We will also have Kuki Shinobu, which we obviously know. And then we'll also have Chungin, who is the... Cryo Claymore user from Leeway. Yeah. So basically everyone's hoping right now that they won't get Chungin. <laughs> basically. <laughs> basically. I don't I, I wouldn't mind it because every time I do, I just get like a free pull, so whatever. That's Yeah. And it counts towards pity, so it's like a free pull towards pity. That's how I look at it. Uh, that's a nice way to look at it, then I guess. I, yeah. I would be yelling at my screen if I get him, but yeah. <laughs> Um, let's see. Also, I actually did want to touch on this part, which I don't think I mentioned, and for newer newer players, you mm. might not know this, but of the above characters that I just mentioned, the event-exclusive character will not be available in the standard Wish Wanderlust Invocation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, just letting you know that you will not see these characters in the Wanderlust Invocation. So if you're going through and just doing your normal pulls, like with the ones that you get from the shop refresh or from leveling up characters, 
you're not going to see these characters in here. So I, I know that they can kind of be confusing because a lot of people will just be like, oh, when the character gets released, they get they get moved over to the other one, but they don't. So Yeah. Um, obviously, there will be a test run uh, for these characters. Well, you'll get some materials for them. Then we also have the Epitome Invocation banner, or what Event Wish banner, where you can pull for the Redhorn Stone Thresher, which is uh, Arataki Ito's weapon, and mm. then the Memory of Dust, which is a Catalyst weapon. Yeah. Then the four stars that are going to be released alongside that are, or that are going to have a rate boost, are the Lithic Blade, and I believe that is the Elegy for the End Bow. Mm-hmm. And the Widsith, I think. Oh, I have it right here. I I was wrong. Um, so st- you got Stone Thresher, which is the Claymore, Memory of Dust, which is the Catalyst. Those are your five star weapons. And then the four star weapons are going to be the Lion's Roar, which is the sword, the Lithic Blade, which is the Claymore, Dragon's Bane, which is the pole arm. It was uh, actually Sacrificial Fragments, which is the Catalyst, and the Stringless Bow uh, will receive a huge drop rate boost. So if you guys are looking for refinements of those weapons, pull on that banner. I'm telling you, man, the Stringless is attached to me. I can't stop pulling that weapon as a four-star. It is crazy. I'd never want to see another Stringless again. I would love to see more Stringless because I need it for Venti. Oh God! Yeah, I have like sixty times over for you if you want. You can just trade them. Trade them. <laughs> yeah, to that's me. a. If only we had trading. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna pull on this weapon banner or no? No, and I, I'd probably recommend. Like, I mean, obviously the biggest draw here is is Ito's weapon for the most part. Memory of Dust, you know, meh. But uh, I would imagine most people are gonna be pulling for Redhorn. So, but I honestly like I have Redhorn, and I, I will say like. You know, he has, he's one of the few that actually has a very, very close alternative um, for four stars that you can, that you can get. So Serpent Spine and and White Blind, like those are both really good options for him. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, just, I I don't, I don't think that this is the one where you want to dump your cash just because, you know, there's so many other characters that we're going to be seeing that actually will have a bigger uh, difference degree of difference in between their actual weapon and a four star you can slot in instead so cool just Thank you for my that insight yeah just just my two cents on that i don't pull on the weapon banner at all i have it's i think i have like a, a 12 grab. pity it is yeah it's it's tough i've done it twice and yeah it, you know it is what it is i don't necessarily regret it but it was a lot of money getting there <laughs> Um, we also are getting a new Hangout event, Series 6. Obviously, it's going to include Kuki. And the this will be permanently available after the 21st at 6 o'clock, obviously, when everything uh, updates. Travelers who reach the adventure rank of 40 or above and complete Arataki Ito Story Quest, Taurus, Arakundus Chapter Act 1, Rise Up in Golden Soul. You oh, and then you also need to complete the Archon quest, uh, Perilous Trail, which was the new uh, Archon quest, and then you will have access to unlock uh, Kuki's Hangout. So make sure that you're caught up on the Archon quest and you do uh, Ito's character story. Make sure you're adventuring 40 or above. All right, some of the events. Do you remember any of the ev- of these events in the live stream when they announced it? I remember the robot one just because it was so weird. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I yeah. know I remember that one. Other than that, no. <laughs> All right. So the first event, I don't know if are these in chronological order. It looks like they are. Yeah. All right. So the first event that we're going to be getting during phase two is a muddy bizarre adventure event where you're going to clean up the mines. Uh, during the event, go forth into the chasm, clean up the mines while helping a researcher from Sumeru settle on ongoing crisis in which dark mud is spewing forth from its depths. Complete the designated task to obtain Prima Gems, Heroes Wit, Talent, Level Up Materials, Mystic Enhancement, or and other rewards. Uh, to take part in this event, you do need to be adventuring 28 or above. And then you need to complete the surreptitious 7-star Seal Sundering World Quest to unlock the underground mines of the Chasm. And then you need to obtain the Luminstone Adjuvant in the World Quest Chasm Spelunkers and upgrade it to at least level 2 to take part in this event. This 
I'll be honest, didn't look very interesting. Oh, no, this is just like a time waster for sure. Okay. I'm glad I wasn't the only one to think that as well. Yeah. <laughs> Core of the Apparatus event, make robot furnishings. I really like this idea a lot. I agree. It's, at least it's it's interesting, right? And you're going to be mm-hmm. getting something you know, afterwards that you can keep, um, it sounds like. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm... I'm uh, well, we'll we'll I'll 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 say my point or what I wish we would see with this, but mm-hmm. uh, this event is going to be going on from June 29th, 10 o'clock a.m. to July 11th, 4 a.m. During the event, help uh, Bertrand, a Fontaine mechanical toy maker in Inazuma, gather materials and build test products to obtain redemption vouchers. Use redemption vouchers to exchange for robotic furnishings. Complete the designated challenges to obtain Prima Gems, Hero's Wit, Weapon Ascension Materials, Mora, and other rewards. Uh, to be eligible for this event, you do need to be adventuring 30 or above. Complete the Rito Escape Plan part of the Archon Quest, Chapter 2, Act 1, The Immovable God and the Eternal Euthymia, and the World Quest, Chisato's Letter. So that's like the first thing you do, basically, when you get to Inazuma, so... Uh, if you're very close to Inazuma, make sure you get that done, and then you should be able to, as long as you're Adventure Rank 30, uh, get to uh, partake in this event. Whenever they mention toys, it just brings me back to the toy quest with uh, Child. Child. Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of what I was mentioning before, was that I really wish we would just see like Child in here. Uh, I did. I, Tommy, I miss him, Tommy too. Tommy was his, was his brother. Yeah, I really miss anything to do with Child, dude. He was such a cool character. Yeah, a lot of good development with him. Yeah, yeah. It really took me from, like, you know, I was like, oh, man, this guy's cool. And then I was like, oh, man, this guy's evil. That sucks. And then I was like, oh, but he's yeah. still cool, though. <laughs> he's super cool, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah I think out of them all, <clears throat> I mean, there's only three events. So this is obviously the most interesting one. Yeah, definitely. And this is all just like, like I said, I think this is all just time wasting stuff because they know all of the really big good stuff is right around the corner. So, yep. Yeah. All right. And then the last event that we have is the Leyline Overflow event. Uh, the Leyline Overflow event will have double drops from Blossoms of Wealth, which is the Mora, and Blossom Blossoms of Revelation, which is the uh, Adventure Experience Materials. Uh, this event will go from July 4th, 4 a.m. to the 11th of July, 4 a.m. as well. Uh, during the event, successfully challenge a Blossom of Wealth or Blossom of Revelation and consume your original resin to double your rewards. You can double your rewards up to three times a day. Anybody is eligible, you just need to go to a Blossom of Wealth, which is the gold-looking cloud stuff. So if you see that in the Overworld New Players, that's what you're going to be looking for. And if you see the blue uh, cloud, that's going to be a Blossom of Revelation. That'll get you the materials to level up your characters. So I always love when they do this, especially when they bring a new character. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I have a hard time calling this an event, but yeah, (laughs) it it happens sometimes. Sure. You know what? Now that you mentioned that, yeah, I agree. It, It should technically be a feature. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, that's really it. I know that they were probably kind of bare bones because, like you said, we have a lot of stuff coming right around the corner. Yeah. So um, I did want to take some time, though, right before we jump into our new segment to see how you feel about the Drum Along Festival so far. Yeah, so for me, um, I am actually really enjoying it, but it's not a surprise on my end just because I do like rhythm games. Um, I will say that the PlayStation version of it is far more, I at least found it far more difficult than the phone version. I remember because I started off on the PlayStation, I was like, man, this is hard to just get down mentally. It just seems so odd whenever you're actually doing it. And then whenever I pulled it up on my phone, I proed, three-starred everything first try, basically. So I was like, oh, this is way easier. Yeah, that's kind of what I was talking about on the last episode when we talked about it was when you're using your phone, you literally have your two thumbs and that's it. And you just move them around where 
each note position kind of has like a different button attached to it, right? For like on keyboard, mouse, and PlayStation. So I kind of, that's why I kind of mentioned like it kind of looks like it's going to be a little difficult for PC and console players because you have so many more keys. So yeah, exactly. I don't know. It's definitely like the medium changes it drastically. So I haven't um, I haven't pulled off any music from anyone else yet, though. I was planning on once I've unlocked all of the songs um, going on Reddit or something and trying to find like ones that I can download of, of other people's that are particularly good. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I haven't I haven't messed around with making my own or anything yet, though. I also have not. I was also doing the same thing that you just mentioned was just, you know, saving it until I'm done with the event and then just do that as like a supplement. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I I will say, though, I'm kind of disappointed a little bit because while I'm like while I like the gameplay, Mm -hmm. I find that unlike the zither event, I feel like I'm pressing the notes Mm-hmm. When there's actually like no drum sound, it's actually just like a different instrument. Did you yeah. notice this? Yeah, uh, I would have to agree with you there. Uh, it it kind of threw me off, and I I don't know. I just didn't like it. It just it made it. I don't it know. It didn't make it as immersive. That's for sure. Yeah, and it kind of made it feel like it was just like a little rushed. Like they didn't take the time to like. It's a drum event. Like mm-hmm. I I don't want to when I'm pressing it. There was a portion I can't remember whose song it was. And I, I probably won't go back and replay it, but I just was pressing the buttons and I was like, wait, like I'm playing the flute or something like that's yeah. how it was. So <laughs> I don't know. I, I will say being able to move the decision line was like a very good feature. Yeah, they're definitely adding to it. But that that part, you're right, is is a bit um, just poor taste, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I, I really do think that it's because they've they've shrunk the production areas for every other event in preparation for Sumer. So I really do think that this was fairly low effort. Um, but yeah. But what do you think about the songs, though? The songs are so good. Yeah, dude, they're fire. And so good. While this is another thing I don't really like, which I get it because you need so much more of the screen to do it. But in the Zither event, you actually had, like, an animation of the character playing the Zither for, like, that the song was attached to. So Mm -hmm. I think, like, I don't know if Kazuha had one or whatever, but, like, you could see Kazuha doing it. Right. Like, playing it. So I really like that. They don't have that in this, but that's okay. I think that they did a really good job of even matching up the songs to, like, the personalities of the characters, and I I kind of noticed this a lot more with Cleese because Cleese kind of felt like more like totally different more, from the others. Yeah, the the music was just like a different pace. It was it was definitely more not as intense, but it was yeah. still challenging. It just seemed like more like more, happy, more quirky, and happy go lucky. Yep. So that I did like, and that was some thought. That was like thought and like care that they put into it that I actually appreciated. So, but the music is really good. Yes, definitely. All right. New segment. You ready? I'm ready. You go first. All right. So every week for the new segment of the podcast, we're going to do a wish of the week where Pharaoh and I both make one pull and God, I hope we can control ourselves because (laughs) this could get messy really fast. Uh, I will say before we start, I am just going to do one pull, but I think that I'm going to do like a 10 pull maybe for Ito's banner for the next uh, episode because that'll be out then, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I I think I'm going to save a 10 pull for Ito's banner for that one. But for right now, we're just going to do a one pull. I will. I'll, t- I'll tell you what. I will pull money right now. (laughs) No, no, no. I will pull because I am not going to do it on Ito's banner because I don't. uh, There's too many question marks on that one right now, but (laughs) I will pull 10 right now to kick it off for your land. Because if I get if I get your land, then I'm like, fine, like I can I can use her, you know, are you close to pity? I am on. (laughs) This is actually bad because I'm on. 
I'm on like guaranteed no. upcoming Penny. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we'll right, see. So, so how about I'll I'll go first. Okay. I'm looking now. I'm at like third I'm at thirty seven, so nowhere close as I kind of scrounge and, and, and scratch every piece of primo gem that I can find in this game. Ooh, I'm at uh, I'm at, I'm at forty five right now for mine. All right, so I got a three star. Okay, just a slingshot. I'll take the masterless star glitter, but just the three star slingshot. Okay. So no bueno today. All right, let me go ahead and bow my. This is this is I feel like risky, but it good for the uh, to kick it off. I feel like. It's it's gold. Oh. It's gold. So wait, wait, before you start. Okay. Is are you, you to, is this like guaranteed to be Yolan then? This is this is guaranteed to be I I for sure have a Yolan, yeah. Cuz you so what did you get on your 50/50? On my 50/50 I got I think it was well I I can't I ought to go back and check after this, but I think okay. it was Chi Chi. Or okay. uh yeah, yeah, I think it was Chi Chi. I don't remember if it was her or Deluke, but one of the two. Okay. Okay. Um going on to the next one. Okay. Uh, garbage, garbage. <laughs> okay, you land. Oh. <gasps> Yen oh no, Yenfi, okay. <laughs> I got another Yulan. Get out. Get I'm, out. I, I, I'm sending hold on, I'm I'm taking a screenshot. Hold on a second. <laughs> of course I get it on Yolan. This it, is the first it, time this has ever you happened. It, you, you need to put oh, yeah. it on the general impact channel of, of our Discord. Alright, alright, alright. This is great audio content. Oh I know. Uh, yeah, you might have to cut out some of some of this part, but yeah. <laughs> alright, so you just set the bar extremely high for our, wow. for our first I can't one. believe I got it on Yolan. I don't even like I was like, all right, if I get her, I'm like, that's fine. Like, I could use her. But I don't, I don't even know what hers, what is her C1? Oh, it, I mean, it's okay. Ugh. C2 is, is much better. Oh, shoot. Now I don't know if I should pull for C2. <laughs> shoot. All right. I gotta, do, I gotta do math after this. <laughs> oh, man. That is a fantastic way to get, now you have to do the same for Ito. <laughs> So I will save one ten pull for wow. Ito. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm very surprised that you got. I'm very happy that you did this because this is like an am, awesome way to start this, this is off. Bitter bittersweet, awesome way to start it off, but like bittersweet because yeah, I just didn't want it on. I didn't want that to happen on Yolan of all characters, but yeah. Alrighty. Oh man, that's awesome! Well, congratulations on your C one Yolan. Thank you. I guess <laughs> well, it might be a C two Yolan tomorrow. We'll have to see. <laughs> so I hope you guys enjoyed that. I know, like you can't really see it, but you could see it if you joined our Discord. Yeah. There you go. What a segue! But yeah, so we'll be doing that every week. Uh, I will do a temple on Ito's banner. If I get like really close to guaranteed pity, I'll I'll save it for that. I guess. Uh, but mm-hmm. no promises. Um, before we go, now that we're on the topic of pulling, I do plan on when I do like my, when I you know hurt my wallet for Ito's banner, I mm-hmm. probably will just stream it on Discord. Right. So people can watch and watch me uh, suffer with my terrible luck and probably pull another Deluke. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So if you guys would like to, you guys can join the Discord. I don't know what day it is. If you join the Discord, I'll uh, I'll probably just like post something in the announcements mm-hmm. uh, where I'll do like a short pull stream, probably That'd like be a cool. few minutes. Um, but I think that would be awesome. Uh, so you guys can join the Discord and figure it out from there. Uh, but where can they find you, Pharaoh? Uh, yeah, you guys can go ahead and find me on uh, discord.me forward slash the directive. Um, we do Diablo content and uh, dislike content. We have um, a clan for both. So if you're interested at all in those games, make sure to join in. And uh, yeah, have a good time. How are you liking dislike still? It, I mean, it's good overall, but there is an event that just happened that like they implemented a new feature that could be better. So hopefully they are going to be 
optimizing that a bit more. But yeah, overall, still very good game. Same thing with Diablo. If you're craving a kind of quasi-MMO game, like, definitely check it out. Good stuff. Awesome. If you guys want to get a hold of the show, you guys can hit me up on Twitter. That's at HoyoCast. Or, like I just mentioned, you can join our Discord. Uh, we got some friendly faces in there. And like I said, we're going to be doing some more stuff inside the Discord to make it more interesting and hopefully get some of you guys in there uh, to talk about the show. If you guys like the show or you just like want to talk uh, talk to people about Genshin or come into, uh, into the Discord and have someone help you farm or help someone else out, uh, that'd be awesome. Uh, you can join the Discord. There'll be a link in the podcast description in this episode. And uh, when we come back, we'll talk more about our pools and uh, and everything else. <laughs> Have a good week. Enjoy the episode. And we'll see you guys when Ido comes out. I genuinely like I'm I'm you know inside I'm actually a little upset just because I really did not want that on your land. Man. How would you like to look 5 years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking 5 years younger at 6 months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.